this? This is, this is Diversified, Diversified. Diversified. Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson. When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out. And AL. Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses. So, let the game begin. And today, everybody, I have a treat. We're going to learn something today all the way from Kenya. I know we've been focusing a lot on Kenya, but there's a reason. Our last guest, Chow, let us know about this young woman who is not a new to the mental health field. Her name is Gastani Bogawa, and she is the found in Bogwa, excuse me, yes. And she is the founder of Ngaza in Kenya. She is a mother. She is a modeli, a model. She is a a communist, yes. And I just want to welcome you and and say, you know, Uhaligani, how are you doing today? Thank you, Caleb, so much for this opportunity to be able to share about mental health, specifically about my country, Kenya. And I'm really, really excited to do this today. Well, well, thank you for doing it and taking the time out because I know I'm catching you during work hours and I have um, a lot of things that I first want to educate to make sure that Mm -hmm. what we hear on this side, on the West, is Mm -hmm. that Kenya has, um, you keep hearing from the BBC, suicide, suicide, men are committing suicide, which is a rare thing for African men, but it's a rare thing for black men, period, to commit suicide. Even in the States, when they say suicide, we say they killed them. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, because that's what history has shown us. And so I want to start off and, and ask, is what we're seeing on the BBC and the different outlets, is this correct? Is this true? Uh, well, truthfully, is um, when we, we are, when we are looking at specifically the state of mental health in, in this country, is that um, over the past few years we see an increase in poor mental um, health state of individuals. We see an increase of depression and suicide, especially you know among the youth, the young people, and also specifically where men are concerned. Okay. And, and is it true that, you know, from what we can see on this side and the reports that we're getting, like for psychiatrists, they say there's a hundred in the country and there's about, you know, at at least 52 point million people in the country and that mental health counselors are hard to find. That's what we're hearing. Yeah. Um, so um, let's start by the fact that, um, psychology in itself or mental health is more of a westernized thing you know where uh, we are concerned so the number of practitioners for psychiatry are very low we currently have only a hundred psychiatrists so one psychiatrist has to do consultations in like five to 10 hospitals in a day and still be able to sit in their clinic to do um, their own psychiatric review. When we're talking about psychologists specifically, the ratio is like one to 4.6 million. You know, according to the 2017 Auditor General Report. So then there's also a very, very high rate of burnout where mental health practitioners are concerned because of the demand vis-a-vis the number of practitioners. Oh, okay. And, and I've heard too that, you know, physicians have gone on strike in the past and, you know, doctors have been brought brought in from Cuba Mm -hmm. and there's a language barrier in that because, you know, as you'll see, I'll try to Mm -hmm. practice my, 
my my Swahili because I'm coming to Kenya, and yes. we're bringing thirty we're bringing thirty people um, to Kenya, and so mm-hmm. I want to I've worked in mental health in the past. I, I run my businesses now, but you know I want to be able to kutangaza to broadcast this all over because this is a big thing and 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 mm-hmm. the different in the different populations. And when I heard that there's not enough practitioners to mm-hmm. provide the people, mm-hmm. I saw that the Kenya Psychology Association, they told me they would let foreigners join mm-hmm. their organization, mm-hmm. which would mean that they would be able to practice in Kenya and teleservices is a big thing here. So I was right. like, if we, if we had practitioners that could provide the services and work with companies like yours. And this is definitely, this is diversified game. So we mm-hmm. talk money, we talk business, but we're mm-hmm. also talking about people's lives in a serious way. And we're right. looking for a way to say, how can we bring people who, you know, we have prepped for the Kenya market to let them know what the problem is, because mm-hmm. I've talked to practitioners and they're like, wow, that sounds like great. Because some of them here, there's so many here, they can't even get a job. Wow. You know, some, that's how bad it is because colleges at an abundance here where mm-hmm. really most people, if they really want to study, they can get a degree mm-hmm. because, you know, we are a very loan-based company, which Africa you know, you need you need your money up front for most things, even for even for your appreciation of the police when they pull you over. That's what I call it, mm-hmm. Gathani, appreciation. I don't call it bribe. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh-huh. Be, be, because we have to change the narrative in, in Africa. We always hear the negative, and I said, okay, I'm hearing a issue, but let's how can we help with that issue? Because it's not just for a Kenya issue, but mm-hmm. all of Africa has this problem. But Absolutely. are there foreigners, besides the Cubans who are paid by the government, are there foreigners who have tried to help and have reached out to you before? Um, wow. Well, in, in all honesty, specifically for mental health, We've not had um, foreigners who have come to try and help in, in regards to, you know, sorting out the issue. But um, one good thing is that is happening. I know um, the WHO has sponsored a few mental health practitioners and key influencers in a quality rights training for mental health. And then that at least... Uh, will put the practitioners in a position to be well-equipped in terms of knowledge and also to go ahead and train other people. Um, The biggest gap that we are experiencing is in one, um, how they remunerate um, health workers in general, not even just mental health workers. So you find that the remuneration is very low so the few people who actually study leave the country to go and look for jobs elsewhere. And because the, the so mental health in general is, is, is very expensive, being able to afford the psychiatric review, being able to afford the therapy and the medication. So that's a, that's a really, really uh, big problem. And even at that the number of facilities you know in the countries that have access to mental health services are only 10% of all government owned institutions so that can only be able to serve 20% of the population which is like um, a million people then we have all the other people who can neither get access to the mental health facilities, nor even be able to afford. So only a certain percentage of people um, can be catered to. What we really need is um, more of a community-based approach 
because I feel that um, we'll put the country in Africa in a better position to be able to reach everyone. Where mental health practitioners, you know, like myself, engage in creating awareness in the community and also training the people in the community, you know, for sustainability purposes. But now when it comes to funding, you find that, uh, you know, that is also quite challenging because you are depending on, on that paycheck that you get from your daily job uh, to put aside some amount, you know, to be able to create awareness um, in the community. So that's quite a challenge. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. But mm -hmm. even if people have the money, whether they have the cash or the insurance will, will pay, they still right. have a problem getting a uh, practitioner. Is that correct? Um, that is correct because of uh, one major thing, the stigma. The stigma where mental health is concerned generally in Africa and in Kenya is um, it's really bad. So you find by the time somebody is making a decision to bring a loved one or significant other to the hospital, um, we are looking at a worst case scenario. It's because the symptoms have already started manifesting and they've been ignoring, they've been trying other means of dealing with this person until they've gotten to a point where there's no any other option then at that point, you'll find that the family will be like, okay, then we need to go and visit a mental health facility. So the stigma is um, preventing people from being able to, to come. But even with insurance, like you're saying, you find that um, there's only, like in, in the private sector, they are like, there's only like one major hospital that is private that has access to mental health. The other ones are just um, like um, small, smaller clinics. So even with insurance, you'll find that because of the number of facilities available, then there's a booking. The number of uh, people vis-a-vis -vis the available beds, you know, the people are more. So you have to book in advance because you want to bring in a significant other, you know, in a certain, at a certain time. And that's really, really unfortunate. It, it, it is. And so, and, and, and don't, please don't take my, my next um, statement as, um, I, I don't mean to say this lightly, but I always mean what I say. Does right. that mean for your, your business, business mm -hmm. is good for you it, it i mean you don't have a dull moment pretty much then if mm -hmm. if that is the state is that correct would that would i be correct in saying that um well i'm not sure whether to say like business is good <laughs> maybe let okay, me not well, use business, a word but you're, you're um, let's say you're busy let's say you're your your you calendar busy. yeah correct but, however, we are busy uh, in a sense of the treatment. We are not busy in uh, preventative measures and awareness, which I feel is what, like, is what also a lot of people need. People need to get to a point in their lives where you do understand the symptoms. And before it gets worse, you can be able to actually go and see a therapist, and not even physically. But do something about it. So yes, in, in regards to treatment, they are very high numbers. Okay, very, very high numbers. And, 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 and I say that because my audience knows I don't cut corners. I just say it how it is. There's mm -hmm. um, my, 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 my wife is a physician. Business mm -hmm. has never been a dull moment for her. The, right. the people are dying and getting hurt every day, right? So right. I, I use those words because when you're working in this field, and I've, I've been a, a supervisor at a psych hospital, I've worked right. with youth for almost a, a decade when I, when I was working with them, and it was, it was, I mean, people were fighting to get in. And mm -hmm. Kenya's problem is, I look at it as, even in America, the reason mm -hmm. why we have over a million black men in jail is 90% mm -hmm. of them have mental health issues. 
So it it's not just a you know a this person has a problem in this country or in this city. There's a problem mm-hmm. with men in general worldwide right. getting help before it's too late. And Absolutely. more and more people talking about it hopefully mm-hmm. helps that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you my, my, my plan because I don't have secrets and I would mm-hmm. like this to be duplicated all over the world. And I want you to right. be able to po- feel free to poke holes because when mm-hmm. I approach my clinicians that from PsyDs to people who work, you know, with drug rehab, they all mm-hmm. told me, how are we going to treat people across the waters if they say they want to kill themselves here in the U.S., we have to, like, legally be able to call the police. How will we do that? And what I told them is there's a crisis in Africa. And they're not, and, 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 and most places in Africa aren't even set up like that because people aren't even getting – they're getting there too late is what mm-hmm. it seems like. And so mm-hmm. if we can just – help out. And I don't mean help because I have to think business because you cannot get people to work for a long time for free. But how do we serve the people that first have the money, have the insurance here? Insurance in America, it can be a jungle in itself to get paid Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know how in Kenya, if it's any easier, I pray that it is, but Mm -hmm. If we can have clinicians here do tele-services, mm-hmm. would, they, would there be any legal issues or things that they'd have to do mm-hmm. um, to be in compliance? And what would those be? Uh, we are talking about the practitioners, right? Yes. Right. So on, on the side, um, okay, first of all, I feel that as a country as well, we are also in a place where you know we need to start dealing with reality we need to start um, understanding that the world you know is in a different space so teleservices i feel that this is something that we really need this is something that will also help reach a bigger number of people without having them physically come to the hospital or uh, queue for that one practitioner so I feel like that is going to open up um, very good doors in terms of um, giving services. Of course, unless um, an individual is um, in critical condition that they have to be hospitalized. For practitioners, okay, number one, we need to be able to verify in terms of the, the, the skills and the documentation. So we have uh, a few bodies, but I only know of one body that um, can accredit foreign um, practitioners to work in Kenya or to be able to give um, services in Kenya. So that is what would be needed. Another thing we need um, to consider, and also something that Kellen, you and I have experienced, is in regards to the time difference, you know, between us and, and any other um, Foreigner, somebody, for example, say in your place. So that's something that would need to be factored in and something that all the mental health practitioners should be aware. If I'm going to do these teleservices, the time difference is eight hours. So it means for, for them, they would be working maybe mostly at night there. And, and I, don't, I don't know if you're aware of this, but in America... Right now, uh-huh. everything is what we call the gig economy. I live in Seattle, where the the yes. average person at least has a bachelor's, most have a master's degree, but that they mm-hmm. do not want to work the traditional mm-hmm. nine to five. People go to work mm-hmm. at 3 a.m. so they can get off at noon, so they can still have a life with their kids here. Right. And so, and, and and so, cities like this. Um, that wouldn't that wouldn't bother them, especially if we could make it where we could pay them a fair rate for them to even live here. And for me, money is always in business. Now I'm going to business talk. You're a business owner. Money right. is the easiest thing to split 
Because if we're not greedy and understand mm-hmm. that we're not working for today's money, we're working right. on feeding our kids' generations down and that that money goes to our kids so they can provide for themselves, mm-hmm. that is where, at least for us, I, I have like all these charts and different things that I reference, but we have to say, how can we all work together where everyone can eat? We know, and you know this better than I, I don't Mm -hmm. care how many countries I've been to, how long I stay, Mm -hmm. to do a business in Africa, you need boots on the ground in Africa. Absolutely. Whatever bit. And and so you have to have partners. And Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, we talked off camera, folks, about we were talking about money, and I'm not going to go all into that. But I said right. we are going to get into a money conversation um, because <laughs> we need partners to make this happen. Um, mm-hmm. I know there's big like um, so we our company is a consulting firm and we do PR and whatever else. But we do mm-hmm. it for private practice. We do it for government, and I think that I have a good uh, range on systems. And right. even at electronic, like big companies, I'm talking about huge companies, they've mm-hmm. brought in teleservices for people for mental health. They've set up booths that cost over $20,000 per booth, and they've mm-hmm. put 50, over 50 of them in. Do you know that only like nine people in a year will use those booths because of this, uh, the, the stigmatism? But what if, and I'm just mm-hmm. throwing this out, because teleservices in America is, is, is growing, what if the person on their phone or they can go into your office if they don't have, you know, a data or a smartphone or whatnot, and they can just sit and mm-hmm. be monitored and talk to somebody for whatever mm-hmm. that time is? Because mm-hmm. I have a model where a session here in America really mm-hmm. doesn't have a time limit because Mm -hmm. there's so many legalities that you can be sued for. Whereas in Mm -hmm. Kenya, if we can say, hey, this is how much time you have, let's Mm -hmm. talk about as much as we can. And one thing in mental health is, you know, in one session, you're not going to cure anything, but you can make a dent. You can make a dent where what I think a lot of it, whether you're in Kenya or if you're in California, is Mm -hmm. people need to talk and they're not being able to talk. I watched that BBC documentary and at the uh, middle of it, about six minutes and 37 seconds, one of the guys said something that made me laugh and I saw the woman next to him laughing because he said, you know what the real problem is? That Mm -hmm. our women aren't listening to us. They're too aggressive. (laughs) We're providing for them. And I said, that's a universal issue. I don't care if you have one wife or if you have 40, like my uh, father-in-law's father. You know, women, women, every man complains about that. At the same time, women say these men don't listen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're all Mm -hmm. saying the same. We're all saying the same thing. So if we, if we work together to say, how do we piece this part? I can provide practitioners. Mm-hmm. You can you can provide people who need help. Um, and I someone asked me this, one of my practitioners, they mm-hmm. said, we even have people, I don't want to get you in trouble. So I, I need to, unless you say the population, I need you to, you know, you can say it, but I don't want to get you in trouble because our laws are different. Um, mm-hmm. There's a population in Kenya that it's mm-hmm. even illegal. It's illegal to be the way they are. And in mm-hmm. most of Africa, those people can be killed if they come right. out saying right. they're this way. There's a yes. population here that is willing to even work for free for that mm-hmm. population. Now, mm-hmm. I, honestly, I am not a supporter of that population. But one thing I think universally is people need to have the right to be themselves and they need to have a right to talk it out because if they don't, the whole population suffers. We've seen Mm -hmm. that in America. If white people don't realize that they need to think about black poor people and black poor white people, because those Mm -hmm. people will come to your neighborhood to steal if you don't take care of them there. 
um, mm-hmm. we, we all have to work together because we have to live with one another. But there's a population here willing to work for free. Again, mm-hmm. even NGOs need money. So, again, we have to figure out how can we make it where first we deal with the people who can pay, whether it's mm-hmm. they have the cash, willing to talk, and they just need a safe space. So those are the ideas that I want to help with, and I mean help. I'm not the savior. Only one is to save. That's Jesus. But (laughs) I I, I have some ideas. I'd love to be able to work with your company to say how can we provide a service for the, Mm -hmm. the people that you're seeing that you may be overwhelmed with. And at the same time, yes, people, I'm going to say it. We are going to make some money so we can keep providing for more and more people. And it's not going to be a quick fix at mm. the end of the day um, on, you know, governments get involved and they mm. want their peace. Again, I don't mind appreciation and toll fees because mm-hmm. you have to pay them. And that's just reality of the world we live in. But that's why I wanted to talk with you and try to build a um relationship because many people say why would you even care about Kenya um because because it's a problem and if it's a problem for one person it's a problem for everybody is just the way that I think so tell me if anything that I said is like Kellen that can't be done because this is what's going to happen or Kellen that can't be done because the laws here are too stringent I mean is there anything that I said that you think will be a problem Maybe let's start with, uh, Kellen, let's start with, with what we can do. So um, one of the things that uh, we can be able to do, like once the practitioners are vetted and they can be able to uh, work here or engage um, with, with, with the members in another country, then at least we have begun somewhere because then we'll be in a position to provide these services and maybe even lessen the burden of the mental health practitioners here because currently it's really overwhelming and there is a lot of burnout because the need is very high. However, for us to be able to do that, we need to have a very high level of awareness. We need to go to the ground and be able to create enough awareness for people to be able to come out and seek um, the services. Once we're able to do that, then we, I can say that we will be in a better position to try and reach out to every single individual. There are some things that we cannot directly engage in in black and white, you know, because of uh, the laws we have. So like currently, um, we are as mental health practitioners, um, together with some of the people in the Senate, we are trying to amend the mental health bill because we are we have still been using the mental health bill that was created in 1989. So we are trying to amend some of those things where mental health, for example, should be included in the universal health where we can hold insurances um, responsible in um, allowing people to receive um, mental health care. Because currently, you can only receive mental health care by your insurance, depending on the premiums that we pay. So unless you have a very good job, then you could have insurance, but still not able to access mental health care because your premiums are lower. We are still also in a space where, uh, for example, suicide is... Is, is a criminal offense. So if there is an attempted suicide, it means that, uh, for example, you told me that uh, what you would do is call the police and make sure that this person gets enough attention. But uh, what happens here is if somebody is in that space, negative space, and they have either suicidal ideations or even have attempted before, it's harder for them to seek help because of fear of uh, being caught by the system and ending up in jail. So those are things that we are still trying to uh, to fight. But currently, I can see, you know, there's a Z- Zambia. 
Zambia or Zimbabwe, at least they have been able to to decriminalize suicide. We are still fighting that. So we still can't go there in black and white. In in regards to the community that you're talking about, so let me not also mention it. Um, it's 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 an offense. So we can't come out and hold forums, you know, or even have the people who are ready to come and volunteer and be with them hold forums in public spaces because then that is going to, you know, put a lot of people, you know, especially practitioners in terms of their license, that is going to put like a lot of people in a very awkward position that might jeopardize their job. So there are some things that maybe we can go head on and try to attend to them as it is. But then there are some things that um, where the law is concerned, we can't, we can't do it in black and white. One of the and other we reasons. Wouldn't. Sorry? If we and, wanted. And we, and, yeah, and we would not say certain things. There's language and there's, you know, there's always um, assumptions of people and how they, how they are. But to say mm-hmm. that this is your safe space where you can talk. And, and, right. and that talk, that talk, can be is can be recorded and monitored mm-hmm. not for mm-hmm. police but one thing i, I like I, I not like but i love africa africa's the future there's a lot of things that i have my hands in i'm not mm-hmm. trying to get arrested in africa ever because mm-hmm. one i want to just give my appreciation two i don't want to push a certain movement to africa but i do not want to hear a crisis going on because people aren't able just to talk. And so right. if we found, if we found on this side, somebody was saying, well, what you need to do is, you know, fight for your right. Let's just say it's for suicide. Right. Mm-hmm. And you need to say you have the right to kill yourself, which people mm-hmm. in America fight for the right. You can kill yourself, mm-hmm. but no, but no one can assist you unless you're in the, a certain state. Right. And there's certain states that they can do it. We're 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 gonna cut that that nonsense off because mm-hmm. that's not gonna help the problem. And I mm-hmm. think you understand that I'm using that as just one example. So right. I want re- I want recorded lines um, mm-hmm. that can be monitored on at least our end, so we know that our practitioners aren't saying anything, but also mm-hmm. that the, our partners can hear. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily want governments to hear because certain things may be said that could be misconstrued and right. now someone's in trouble in Kenya not so the states mm-hmm. but whatever we can do to help and not hurt the problem and that's where mm-hmm. the boots on the ground again we can provide the practitioners the education will come from someone like yourself um because you know what's going on and i want to I don't want this to be a thing where we're just talking about it. I want to say, hey, this is my director right here. Mm-hmm. Um, talk with her. This is what we want to do. Let's try mm-hmm. it out, and mm-hmm. and let's let's figure out the numbers. Let's figure out what the insurance. Tell me this: Does mm-hmm. insurance pay quick out there? Like, is it a quick thing? Um, I'm, I'm not in terms of like um. Paying the, the hospital after a client has come. Yeah, or mm-hmm. if they come before the hospital, if it's like you know before they have a crisis and they say I need yeah. to talk to somebody. Okay. Um, what we normally do, um, a patient will come and then they will be seen. However, you know it best works for inpatients more than outpatient so if you're an inpatient mm. the process is, is much more easier because all you need to have is um, just send the insurance for example documentation of why the client has to be admitted what treatment they were on and that that's a very easy process however there are still a lot a lot of insurance covers that do not cater for any outpatient which also contributes to the reason why people wait until you know things are way off in terms of severity 
for them to come to hospital because if you're admitted, then at least it will be taken care you know, under your cover. But if you're an outpatient, then you'll have to pay directly from your pocket. So insurance, wow. um, insurance covers... Um, I think they look at mental health in the space of if you're still being able to stand up and walk and take yourself to the hospital, then maybe it's not as serious, you know, as it is, which is also, you know, part of a cultural issue as well, because a lot of people are still in a space of mental, mental wounds are not things that we can see, are not things that... Um, the layman can see in black and white in terms of progression. So somebody will only agree that you are really sick or you are really suffering um, when it's too late, which is right, which is bad. That's terrible. It's it's terrible, but again, I, I want to make it very clear because I don't want it to be, oh, poor Kenya. In the mm -hmm. West, supposedly the best place, it's the same thing. And it's, it's why our prison, our prison population is so high. Mm -hmm. For, for mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. again, I, I said in the beginning, my, my wife is a physician. She told me, I've known her 18 years. When she came mm -hmm. from Cameroon, I met mm -hmm. her a month after. Mm -hmm. And she, I told her, I said, I think I might be dyslexic. She said, mm -hmm. you would be the highest forming dyslexic person I ever met. But sometimes <laughs> I, 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 yeah, but I watched the Cosby show and I said, mm -hmm. I have those issues sometimes. The same thing mm -hmm. Theo has as a kid, right? But mm -hmm. my mother would never allow them to say, oh, there's anything wrong with him. I didn't get good right. grades until I got into college and then I got interested in what I wanted to study. And mm -hmm. I've I've made it work, but she said she told me about a month ago. She's like, I think you might be dyslexic. She came out the blue because I said wow. something wrong, and I said, whoa. So I call my friend who's a PsyD, and I mm -hmm. said, hey, how do? And we used to work together. I said, how do I get tested for this? Because my wife has no idea. She's a radiologist, and she's mm -hmm. like, I don't know. And so she was like, well, it's going to cost you probably $2,000 because most insurance companies, unless, and she told me the same thing my wife told me, you are mm -hmm. the highest functioning. How did you go through grad school? I said, I have a right. certain way that I, I study, but because I take music and studying and I put a beat behind it, I can mm -hmm. recite lyrics all day and I find my way to study. And if you tell me something, I'll never forget it. But mm -hmm. I might pronounce and do different things, but I said $2,000 for me to say I have a yeah. diagnosis. I said, yeah. I, I'm, I mean, it's not right. I should be able to take a test, not an online test, but to go to somebody, I have great insurance and they won't take me. So um, it, 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 it's just, it's a problem worldwide that we're just scratching the surface. Hmm. Yeah. But, but, you know, I, I get paid um, a good amount of money to speak, and people say they, – they would laugh and be like, you're dyslexic, but it's – I know what I want to say in the speech, mm -hmm. but – and I can't prove that I'm dyslexic, but I do terrible and standardized testing, um, mm -hmm. and it's sometimes, you know, whatever. But, you know, the – you. The more successful, and I think a lot of business people are dyslexic. Mm -hmm. We see that in the studies, but – they can't get the help, so you have to find a way how you learn. So I really want to work with you. Um, there's a problem in America when we try to do business in Africa, too, with emails. Mm -hmm. Sometimes emails don't get opened. We're dealing with a lot of older people who might open an email but won't respond. And, nice. again, I don't, I don't cut my words because I don't have to, wherever I go, God has me. I'm doing the work that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that I really want to help with this because it's bigger than Kenya, but we can start there and we can say, we did this. This is our white paper. Let's try to uh, replicate this because mm -hmm. in Cameroon, where my wife is from, and, mm -hmm. and we have investment there, 
it's it's even it's even worse. I mean, you know, Kenya has the fastest internet. It's way more advanced than right, most right. countries. And so if the problem is big there, think about the other places that this could be spread. And, you know, I will turn you, I will turn a, a, a Modelli like yourself. You said it on your Instagram, not me. So I don't want people to give me a hashtag and say, hey, why do you keep talking? Of, I'm saying model. She says she's a model I'm, and she can definitely model. You could be an influence, you could be an influencer on this topic. And because um, I represent influencers, I mm-hmm. even would want you to come on other platforms. Um, right. to, when you have time, I, I need mm-hmm. free time because journalists don't pay in the States because mm-hmm. they would be they would be looked upon negatively if they did that. But mm-hmm. I would like to even bring you on bigger platforms than our podcast to talk right. about this once we can get something put together. And I work quick. So mm-hmm. what I'm telling you is I have people right now who will talk to you and say, we will talk with your clients. How mm-hmm. do we make this work as a business? How do we mm-hmm. make it work as a movement? And then getting you on some other platforms to talk about this where, you know, I know you have children. I want to be respectful of yeah. that. Are you, ma- mm-hmm. yeah. Are you, ma- are, are you married or dating? Uh, no, I'm a single parent. And I tell you what, in America, you wouldn't be single for long. Somebody would say, I'm relocating to Kenya. Um, (laughs) This woman seems like she has her head on her shoulders. She's all Mm -hmm. together. And I've been waiting to get off this plantation for a long time. I'm a a semi-pro date doctor. I have four couples (laughs) that I have hooked up for marriage. And um, so, (laughs) yeah, I I have fun with this. I like everything that I do. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. So you Mm. would, you know, America would love you, but I would tell you never to come here. You have a uh, very prosperous future in Africa and in Kenya. Right. You know, I couldn't agree more, even in, in regards to education. I think I just want to tap out for maybe at one year or so, maybe not now, in the next two years, study something and still come and be able to implement it, you know, in Kenya, in Africa, and change the whole narrative for every single individual. Yes. And 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 I and I looked at when I was researching you like your university and it was uh, 1988 or 89 was like the first university to like implement the degrees or the programs or or to give a um um accreditation or whatnot to mental health and yeah. so 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 with with that I mean there there's pressure and but there's also power that mm-hmm. you know the people to talk to and how this could work. Mm-hmm. So I, I, th- that's my pledge. I don't want to take a lot of your, your, any more of your time, but just know that you tell me the next steps on air, mm-hmm. off air, mm-hmm. because we are here to um, service a All community right. that needs it. And I will be there in October um, with, oh, that's with, with our group. That yes. is perfect. And I, yeah, it's a short trip because we're bringing 30 Americans who have never been to Africa with um, one of my clients, and we want to show them Africa. But um, mm-hmm. I am doing some long-term planning for all, for Africa, but um, from what I'm told from my friends that I will really like Kenya and mm-hmm. that I'll have to come back, and that's not a problem. Um Diamond and Platinum, he might want to get me on the song since Amarion got his song to sing. Uh, I, 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 I want to do my song too. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to sing in Swahili. Oh, you know. good. Yeah, need to practice got, that. Well, I need, I need more people that will practice and be patient and then also correct me because as sometimes as a boss, people will say, oh, that's great. That's great. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, help me. I need, I need real pronunciation. I want to tell my love compenda, and I want to be, you know, smooth with it. I, mm-hmm. I am a, 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 a muhech, you know. Oh, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't I don't want to be just you know look talking like a third grader, but I want to mm-hmm. be able to do the, the 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 real you know the real slang and and everything. So I I appreciate you. If there's anything that I've missed out of this mm-hmm. conversation that you want to close with, please. Mm-hmm. Um, you are the teacher. I am the student. All right. Thank you, Kellen, so much. I, I, I feel that my my mind has really been opened on the possibility of the things that, you know, we can be able to do together that I can be able to do for my community. Um, and I'm also thinking, you know, one of the things that we've been able to do in um, smaller steps is to provide safe spaces for people to see, talk about this, the issues that we know are affecting them. And maybe are, maybe they can't talk about them in public, either because of culture or law. But um, in little small steps, we can still be able to provide safe spaces. People can talk, no recordings are done, no phones allowed. It's just us being able to attend to the needs of people and helping them, you know, be authentic in talking about, you know, their real issues. And I feel that if we continue doing that um, for people, then we'll encourage more people to come out and, you know, fight for their rights or either push for some of these things we want to see, you know, in mental health, say like the decriminalization of, of suicide. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited. And um, yeah, I think you have, you have poked my brain to be able to think of the possibility of all the things that we can be able to achieve. Well, I, I appreciate that. Those, those are that. I mean, that's the biggest compliment. And you know, after you stop working for money, you you really work for purpose and passion. Right. So I, I I really appreciate that, and I look forward mm-hmm. to our conversations. I can be you know contact me anytime. I'm gonna bother you. You already know that because I I bothered you this far, and I was you know what Chow was doing with with the Bonga program. I'm like, hold on, they can all they some people just need to t- be, have a place to talk about it. Yeah, and, imagine. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you know, my, my 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 fear, but also something that discernment has taught me that when people talk from other sides of the waters, mm-hmm. you could be stressed out, but you could talk to somebody who is, like, on the other side. Like Americans, mm-hmm. when they talk to someone from another culture, they're learning, and I believe right. it's the same way. And Absolutely. it's like, wait, I might... I might not have what I want, but I'm talking to someone now who can give me a different perspective because Mm -hmm. I honestly think in America where many people outside of America think, oh, it's the land of milk and honey. When we go overseas, people Mm -hmm. who have very less are Mm -hmm. much more happier physically. You might not have power for a day in Africa. But yeah. you are talking with people, you're enjoying your, you know, your Guinness or whatnot, if that's what you like. And that's a whole mm-hmm. nother conversation we can talk about being an alcoholic versus being a social drinker. That's a whole right. nother like, you know, that's an hour in itself, because how do you tell people who are used to coping a certain way to stop? But, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, so we, I really want to, you know, continue this and you tell me, Kellen, this is what we we're looking at price wise on our end, because Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you off air what I have researched and gathered and, and the model, I'm going to send you a WhatsApp with that. I'm not going to give that over the air because Mm -hmm. you were talking about NGOs earlier, but Mm -hmm. I know black, white, and in between every NGO does not mm-hmm. have the community's best interest at hand. And, you know, they, they're, they, a lot of NGOs have raped Africa, pillaged Africa, taken advantage and had people do things for free. Yeah, and, and just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that has to stop. Uh, and we have a platform to talk about people like that, that is very mm-hmm. popular online and that I, that I represent um, one of those platforms. So, I'm going to talk to you about that, and you can tell me where I'm wrong and where 
we can find a way to make it happen because I truly believe it can happen. So, people, you got in the game on mental health in Kenya. You got in the game on mental health in general. If you have a uh, solution and you want to be able to reach out to Kathuni, please let them know the best place that you'd like them to contact you. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, is there any social media that you say, hey, if you have an idea, contact me here, or should they go through me and then I'll contact you? Um, well, right. So you can, I, I use mostly my Twitter. That's where I get a lot of engagement from my inbox and also my LinkedIn profile. So on Twitter, it's a G, the letter G for good underscore Mbubwa one. So at G underscore Mbubwa one. And I will make sure to put the Ngazi consultancy dot co dot ke in the description box. And so you guys can reach her there because that's her. I mean, it's a very nice website that she has. Everything is, is laid out. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the Twitter is right there in case you, you know, for the, for the business and, you know, let, let's keep it business because, um, you know, um, I, I'm serving as a journalist, not a date doctor right now. And I know people are going <laughs> to, they're going to, they're going to search you out and say, oh, wow. I mean, that's just how America is. People are just oh. crazy. I'm warned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I thank you for your time and we will talk shortly. I appreciate you. Thank you, Kellen. And thank you for your time as well. Caribou. Caribou, excuse me. Caribou. Caribou. Caribou, yes. yes. See, I'm learning, people. I'm learning. Don't. All right. We'll, we'll All right. Talk. All right. See ya. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online. You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified, online, diversifiedgames.com. In your life with the people around you and or join our Patreon and get some nice perks for being involved. If you found a nugget and or like today's episode, you might as well leave a review. And if you leave a review, you might as well share it. If you share it, you might as well subscribe. And as always, thanks for your support. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, Tyson, and A.L., the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifygame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.